This B-Podcast Network show is presented by IXL. Loved and trusted by more than 1 million teachers, IXL enhances your teaching and takes work off your plate so you can make an even bigger impact on your students. IXL delivers personalized learning across a comprehensive pre-K-12 curriculum, including math, language arts, science, and social studies, and helps you assess student performance through actionable, real-time insights. Strengthen daily instruction, close knowledge gaps quickly, and set every student up for success. Want to bring IXL to your school? Learn more at IXL.com B-E. That's IXL.com B-E. Welcome to A Vision for Learning. I am Jethro Jones, your host, and I am very excited about this podcast. Yes, we're going to talk a lot about the Apple Vision Pro, and AI. This podcast is really going to delve into all different aspects of the future of what learning looks like. Now, I am trying to be careful to not just say the future of education, but the future of learning, because there's a lot about the education system that is just not working for a lot of people. And if you've been listening to Transformative Principle, my other podcast, for any amount of time, you know that I have strong feelings about our education system and how it leaves a lot to be desired for a lot of people. I'm not going to go into that a ton here right now, but I do want to talk about a couple things as it relates to the Apple Vision Pro. I will be getting mine on February 2nd. That night, you can expect a podcast from me about that. I will probably do a video with it as well so that you can get a view of the Apple Vision Pro. There's a lot of other people out there who are doing this stuff, but this is really specifically focused on a learning environment. So one of the concerns that I've heard about AI and about the Vision Pro, people are concerned about losing the personal connection with students. Today, I did an interview on Transformative Principle, and we talked with Erin Bailey from Reading is Fundamental, and she brought up the issue that computers can't do what humans can do. Now, to be honest, that remains to be seen, but I do want to stress that if we lose the personal connection, we're going to be in trouble. Because if we don't have that personal connection, and we're not able to continue having that personal connection with our students, that's going to create problems. Why? Because we as human beings are connecting beings. And I think this is so important for us to think about. So in the show notes for this episode, there are two videos that I would like you to check out that I think are pretty cool. Both are from X. One of them is showing the JigSpace app on the Apple Vision Pro. And what that app does basically is it allows you to look at, manipulate, and see 3D items in your space right in front of you. You can resize them, you can move them around, you can look inside, break them apart. It's really amazing. For people who don't have very good spatial awareness or see can see how big things really are, putting something at one-to-one scale could be a really powerful way to help people really understand how things work at a different level. So that is one really neat looking 
way to learn about space, learn about how things work. I can see a lot of really cool potential. One of the other things that uh, is in the show notes that I encourage you to check out is an interview I did with Matt Chausse on transformative principle. Matt Chausse, Matt Chausse. With Matt Chausse on transformative principle, he runs a company called Be More Colorful, and they make a product called CareerView XR. And what CareerView XR does is it gives students an opportunity to go basically do a day in the life of a worker in some career that they might be interested in. Now, they've already created all this content and you don't have to have an Apple Vision Pro to use it because they're already doing it and they've been uh, getting some good recognition for that work. But in this interview, we talk about what that looks like and how powerful it can be for someone to really experience what it's like to go do that job when there may not be anybody physically close to them who could really show them how to do it. So these augmented reality experiences or virtual reality experiences can be very powerful for them. And finally, the third thing that I hope you'll check out is ex-user at John Emotion talks about doing a spatial F1 broadcast app as the killer app for the Vision Pro. And his whole video is cool. It's only two and a half minutes. Definitely worth looking. But he says something in there that I think is so powerful. He says it's about the mindset needed for these apps. Here he is in his own words. A lot of my clients are asking, what would make a killer app for Apple Vision Pro? Our quick pitch is a spatial F1 broadcast, an idea which actually earned a trophy from Lewis Hamilton himself. But most importantly, I think it's a great example of the mindset required for any of these emerging technologies. I spent my career blending visual effects and user experience to create real and fictional technologies. And I'm also a giant F1 freak. I love that Formula One is this tech-centric competition. I believe it should be the benchmark for the way we combine sports and technology. The Apple Vision Pro allows for all kinds of new experiences, but so far, most of the things I've seen emphasize content in Windows, and I want to see something that goes beyond that. Sure, uh, I want to put Windows and data everywhere, but you can kind of already do this with the awesome MultiViewer app. But what if I really took advantage of both my physical viewing space and the geography of the event itself? There's something so appealing about an architectural model, but alive and in perfect sync with the reality unfolding thousands of miles away. Here's the other thing. The thing that I really liked about what John said was that it's about the mindset needed for these apps, that you really have to think outside of the box that we already have. Think outside of what we're already doing to find ways to adapt to a new platform or a new way of doing things. And this is key. So many of us struggle with this idea of thinking outside of the box that we're in. We don't know how it's possible to do some of these things. Another example, I was doing another interview today and I was talking with the Tiffany Coyette, the assistant director of the Connecticut Association of Schools. And she was talking about how there's a new law in Connecticut that requires play-based learning to happen in pre-K and kindergarten and allows it to happen in first through fifth grade. And one of the things we talked about is that teachers may have wanted this for years, may have thought this was exactly what they needed. But then when the time comes to actually do it, they don't necessarily know how to start play-based learning 
in their classrooms, even though they may have believed that it was worthwhile for a long time. And so we have to change how we're thinking about things. When I first went to town on middle school to be a principal, the goal for the district was to become a personalized learning district. And as we started going down that path, we saw that many of the systems and processes that we had in our school system already needed to change to adapt to that kind of different environment. It's not easy to make those kind of changes, but we've got to be able to think outside of the box of what we're already doing. One last thing I'll say, and I got this from a conversation with someone in a text thread today, and he echoed a sentiment that I've heard a lot that until we have everybody have one of these in my classroom, I can't do anything with it. And when the iPad came out, I saw that, but I got an iPad right away, started using it, started seeing how I could use it in schools. And there are a lot of things that you could still do even before the multi-user thing was available. And the multi-user thing on an iPad, it's really not great. But there are still ways that you can use these tools even without there being an individual one for every student. This person I was texting with, Aaron, he said, I think this was really good. What practical thing can I implement in my classroom tomorrow? And that's the approach that I think we need to take with all of these things. And right now, the answer is nothing. The device isn't even out yet. Could it be useful? Maybe. Who knows? But what can you do in your classroom tomorrow that is actually practical? That's one of the mindset shifts that we need to start making. So I look forward to hearing your comments. I got some interviews lined up already. Some people we're going to talk with about this new world that we're living in. And I'm excited for you to be here. If you haven't yet, please leave a rating and review in iTunes. Five stars only. If you can't say anything nice, don't say anything at all. And please share this with your friends and colleagues. And let's bring other people into this conversation. If you'd like to be part of the conversation, you can reach out to me on pretty much all the social medias at Jethro Jones or go to my website, avisionforlearning.com. And thanks again. Appreciate you being here and we'll see you next time.